0: uh i'm i'm just i'm we're trying to mix up the podcast at the moment i'm doing kind of mm. longer term ones with with someone who's got a very like specific story which they're quite keen to share yeah. and then also like shorter ones which are just like hey how you doing like a bit of a catch-up yeah um so this nice. is a bit of an experiment i just quite i quite like it because it's nice to hear what other people are up to yeah, we don't really necessarily is. do that stuff so. This is No More Water Cooler, conversations on self-employment and mental health. And this week, we caught up with Pip Rosen, a creative copywriter and editor on her very first day as a full-time freelancer. How are you?
1: Hi yeah I'm really well thank you.
0: Lighting day one.
1: It is really exciting yeah it feels really great but um yeah quite a bit different to how I expected in a way so I've been working from home for about seven years now and doing bits and pieces of freelance projects um right. along the way so in a sense it shouldn't be so different but it does feel different just being out off on my own um yeah it feels kind of very real scary exciting um in a good way and yeah just that sense that yeah I'm off on my own now
0: a whole mix of emotions what what is it that you were expecting and and why do you think it's so different
1: I don't know I think um because I've been working on various freelance projects um part-time over the last couple of years alongside a part-time employed role um, you know, I've got a sense for what that feels like. In fact, one of the things is simply not checking in with a team at the beginning of the day, um, which is something I do in my employed world. So it's lovely to be able to yeah, check in with a different community this morning through the Leapers Slack. That was really nice to do.
0: What was it that prompted you to move into full-time freelancing?
1: I've been thinking about it just before lockdown, actually. And then, of course, it seemed like that wasn't a good time <laughs> to make the leap. Um, but uh, fortunately, the clients I had been working with, um, the network I built up was still there. Um, and so it then did feel like the right time, despite, obviously, everything that's going on in the world. It was just like, OK, it's now. Now's the time to do it. And it just yeah felt really right to go for it
0: are there anything uh, are there any things which are worrying you about stepping into that full-time way of working or do you think that kind of uh, 50-50 approach to freelancing has has set you well up and and you're well prepared
1: yeah i think it has set me up really well and i think that would you know that's something i'd recommend for anyone thinking of doing it actually is to try it out first see if you can do a few freelance things on the side um, to get a feel for it and build that network up a bit. It means I'm starting this week with already some projects underway and some meetings in the diary and so it's not just a completely blank page in front of me which feels quite reassuring and also yeah I made sure to do the sensible thing and build up that few months of living expenses and savings before I began although <laughs> I did think I'd have to start my week making use of that because I was out for. a A countryside ramble with friends on Saturday and before we'd even set out I tripped into a pothole near the car park (laughs) and sprained my wrist cuts and grazes and big Uh... bruises so I thought oh no am I gonna have to start my first week by not being able to type which is what I definitely need to do in (laughs) my line of work of working (laughs) with words and copywriting and editing and So I thought I'd have to crack into the savings pot sooner. But fortunately, I can type and I'm starting out the week a bit ouchy, but otherwise okay.
0: (laughs) Is that um, not having that team to check in with? Is that something which you thought about before moving into the leap? And do you think it's something that's going to be a challenge for you?
1: Yes and no. So um, I've been working from home for about seven years now anyway. So that feels familiar and not having, um, you know, hustle and bustle of the office around me feels familiar although I have used co-working spaces in that time and really enjoyed that and um, so that part um, I'm good with and I think yeah I definitely will miss the team that I've been working with and it's one of the reasons I signed up to the Leapers group um, which I did a while ago when I knew I was making the move and then um, you know, I was busy with handover and things so I've just taken the, the plunge today to, to introduce myself and say hello on there so I think I'll find that those colleagues and teammates through other ways yeah it'll just be different
0: how far ahead are you planning with this journey is you using the next kind of few months just to see how it feels and things develop or do you have a a plan in place which you're going to doggedly chase after for the next 12 months.
1: A mix again, I think, yeah, a bit of both. So I've got some things in the calendar kind of into next year and the next couple of months, fortunately, yeah, are kind of booked up, which feels amazing and unexpected. I didn't imagine that I'd be starting the journey out in that way. Um, and I think I'll just be getting used to a different planning cycle and different Way of looking ahead, and my my partner's um, been self employed for his whole working career, really. Um, so he's enjoying all the "I told you so"s at the moment. <laughs> well.
0: What were they? "I told you so"s. I'm I'm really interested to know what a die in the wool uh, freelancer has said that you should be watching out for.
1: Yeah, so it's things like um, getting used to. I mean, the finance side of things is one for sure. So just getting used to the fact that you know, the money coming in is based on the work you did the previous month and that's not so apparent when you're employed. It's slightly different. Communication with clients, you know, that worry of sending something off and not maybe hearing immediately on feedback and thinking the worst and then wondering what it means and just yeah, I don't know, communication is is slightly different than when you're working within a team in a in a job.
0: How do you find being in a relationship where where both of you are uh, self-employed and the irregularity of income is a is a is that a shared concern there does it make it easier does it make it harder
1: yeah I think it, yeah it's shared um and it does make it easier yeah we work very well together we've worked from home for a long while and kind of we we work in the same room and pretty much just ignore each other um and get on with our work which is nice and then yeah have some nice coffee breaks and things so um that part does work well there haven't been any arguments yet
0: do you think ignoring each other is is the um key to success of a strong relationship (laughs) maybe yeah
1: (laughs) Perhaps that's it. There
0: is something quite interesting, though, isn't it, about that respecting each other's boundaries and spaces when you do need to work. I think mm. it's probably something that a lot of people who were forced to work from home in the last couple of months have, have come up against, that oh, I, need, I need to do a call or I need to be on the phone, or I need some silence. And it's not something that a lot of couples are necessarily used to having to do.
1: No, that's true, yeah. And I think, yeah, it, it can depend on the space that you've got. We're fortunate to have a room where we can... Um, work in you know it's our, our studio office space so able to use that and then shut the door at the end of the day Um although yeah I've just changed spaces now actually because I needed to come out of the room I was in because that's being used so yeah it's a bit of um, hopping around the flat to find a good place to to do a call from.
0: Is there anything which the last few months in lockdown with Covid has has taught you that you're going to fold into your uh, full-time freelancing ways of working.
1: Definitely um, more connection. Actually, I've, I have really noticed. You know that in, the importance of yeah making connections with people, seeing friends um, for coffee, whether that's on Zoom or in real life now. And um, I'm an introvert at heart, so I didn't think I'd you know need that, or miss that. Um, as part of lockdown but I really appreciated the times when I've been able to have a Zoom coffee with a friend or yeah now go out and see people and and just connecting with other freelancers so joining Leaper's group and um, I'm part of a group called Career Curious which has been really lovely to have that community over the past little while
0: and and what if you had an ideal project drop in your lap tomorrow what kind of work would that look like what's the brief that would make you go oh I don't care what the day rate is I'm doing this
1: (laughs) my heart is very much in the arts that's where I started my career in the museum world way back and then at the arts council Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah that's my real passion so Definitely, if there's something in that space, then that would be an ideal project. Um, and of course, the day rates in that sector are not always great. One thing that I've really enjoyed doing recently, which I hadn't expected, it wasn't part of my offer originally, was working on translations. I only speak English, um, but there is uh, a need there for text that's been Google translated, quite, you know, roughly translated to be put into beautiful, natural English. So that has been really lovely to work on. And I've been doing that for a client in Norway. So I've been learning turns of phrase in Norwegian. And that's been really great for my brain to have something new to learn.
0: How are you finding um, work coming to you? Is that through word of mouth? Are you advertising on platforms? How are you you doing the marketing and promotion side of stuff?
1: Yeah, it's all been through word of mouth, which is fantastic. Um, And people sort of told me that, you know, your first project will come from somebody you know and then they'll tell somebody else. But I didn't really believe that would be the case in a way. I thought I would need to do quite a bit of marketing and um, putting myself out there. But so far it has been just through word of mouth and clients have worked with have recommended me and every time I've started to do a bit of marketing before I've actually kind of hit send on anything something has come in which has meant that I've been able to to not have to do that yet. I guess
0: to show just how important that that network and and kind of constantly building contacts size of stuff is how how as an introvert do you struggle with that
1: I do yeah I so the first thing I did today or my first morning was to do some social media posts about you know here I am it's my first day and um you know it wasn't terribly much it was just a nice message that I'm putting out to friends and contacts but it's still I have to take that deep breath and press send I find it quite exposing and like lovely but also cringy to get nice comments back so yeah it's uncomfortable but definitely like worth doing anyway
0: are there little things which you do as an introvert to help you recharge and, and reset a little bit
1: yeah um a lot of reading I've really got back into reading recently um which I've missed I've sort of yeah I've done less and less of that I studied English literature at uni so obviously read a lot then and then over the years have kind of read less and less I think you know just that rewiring of our brains through social media has happened to me as well um but that has been a lovely escape and yeah way to recharge because it's very much yeah just me and that book
0: What's on the top of your uh, book pile at the moment? I'm sure you have a pile of of books sitting next to your. (laughs) I do mine at the moment.
1: Yeah, there is a very (laughs) big pile, and actually, my grandparents are preparing to move house, so um, I've had a lot of hand-me-down books from them. Oh, fantastic! um, Which is great. Yeah, and uh, lots of poetry books because I write write poetry as well. So um, I've been enjoying reading a lot of poetry recently, and. And um, they've been kind enough to give me some of their precious copies.
0: Pip, it's been great talking to you today. Best of luck with the rest of your journey. And thank you so much. And so
1: have... nice to talk to
0: you. at all. Have a great rest of the week.
1: You too. Thank you.
0: This was No More Water Cooler, a podcast from Leapers, supporting the mental health of the self-employed. If you're looking for a community of peer support, tangible resources and content that helps, Or just fancy a cup of coffee with a friendly group of people. Join the team for people without a team at www.leapers.co or search Leapers Community. Our production assistant is Stephanie Resort. Our title music was composed by Matt Dobson and I'm Matthew Knight. And until next week, work well.